Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend. Welcome to another episode. I'm always so happy to have you join me. Today, I'm going to be sharing some a personal experience that happened not all that long ago. And the reason I want to share it is because This is the second time around that I've had this experience. I'm I'm not going to be vague for the whole time, (laughs) but my mindset around it was so different. And so that's what I want to share because I always believe that in sharing, maybe it can help someone else to heal themselves as well and to shift their mindset and to breathe a little easier and to just make life simpler. Because isn't that what it's all about? Just living a simple, happy, joyful life. And I know it's not joyful all the time, but we sure can be there a lot more than I suspect we are. Um, Once we simplify things and make life not so crazy, we it's easier to start to appreciate the really beautiful things in front of us. Okay, so what I'm what I want to talk about is a gut issue that I had. I about, hmm, I'm going to say a couple months ago, started to put on weight and was always like really uncomfortably bloated. So not regular. I know we're getting like really personal, right? And I was like, what is going on? And it really started to freak me out for a couple of reasons. One, I was like, I'm doing everything right. I'm running a coaching group for women right now. I'm doing everything that I'm telling them to do. They're getting results. They're doing amazing. Yet the scale is going up for me. And I'm feeling really puffy. Like I could literally feel like I just had inflammation in my body. I was like, what is this? Like I could not figure it out. And then it dawned on me. It dawned on me that I was likely having a SIBO flare up. So SIBO is bacterial overgrowth in the lower intestine. And then there's like methane SIBO and the other one hydrogen can't quite remember, but methane's the one that I've had in the past. So, um, SIBO is something, Oh, how many people does it affect? It's, it's a huge percentage. It was something like 80 to 90% of people will experience SIBO at some point. And what triggered it for me the first time years ago was my mold toxicity. So when I ended up with the mold toxicity, I ended up with like a slew of things like from adrenal fatigue to subclinical hypothyroidism to SIBO. It was just like one thing after another and just not feeling well, but of course not. I was in that environment. (laughs) And until I got the diagnosis, I really didn't know what to do. But when I did get that diagnosis, The SIBO was the one thing that really bothered me the most and it kept, because it's just so uncomfortable, like it's one thing just to feel tired from, I shouldn't downplay it, but I think if I had to choose like adrenal fatigue, being tired or SIBO, probably just choose being tired. (laughs) And if you're suffering with that, I apologize because I know that's, that's not um, any fun either. It's just that the SIBO for me was 
the worst out of the things that I was dealing with. And it just wasn't getting better. The naturopath had me on so many supplements because there's this fine line between taking um, herbs and tinctures and supplements that will help you to um, kill off the bad bacteria, but you also want to make sure you have good bacteria. And then also motility becomes a thing too. And it's just like this whole, so you end up on so many things. And I remember at one point it was just like so overwhelming. I don't know if you've ever been there where you're just taking so many supplements and you're like, oh my gosh, like this, something about this doesn't feel great either. Anyway, I think for me, the first time around with the SIBO, it was really um, towards the tail end of that was like when, you know, what hit the world and I ended up moving and funny enough, I just ended up leaving really stressful situation and I think less stress and whatever it was, I, I started to heal from it and, and felt great for a long time until this episode. So I was like, okay, I really did not want to go back to a naturopath. I did not want to go down that route of a million supplements again. I just, the thought of that was creating anxiety in me, making me feel overwhelmed. But then I was like, what is it? Like, what can I do? So there was a couple of things. I started to research SIBO and I started to reach like the top things to take for it. But most importantly, I started to think like, what am I doing? What have I changed? Or what have I been doing for a while that all of a sudden my gut is stressed and these symptoms are showing. So this is a big point of what I want to talk about today is that your symptoms of whatever you're dealing with, if you're dealing with something right now, your symptoms are not the problem. Like the symptom of eczema, the way eczema looks, the symptom of um, even asthma, the symptom of acne, the symptom of, for me, that crazy bloating, the symptom of being constipated, like all of these things are symptoms. They're your body. And this is what I realized. I go, oh my goodness, this is my body doing what it needs to, to keep me safe. Like our bodies are never wrong. Our bodies are always healing. They're always doing the right thing for us. Take acne. I'm one of those people that took Accutane for years. It's the worst thing. I wish I could go back. It was in my early twenties and it really like causes, um, horrific damage. And to be honest, my naturopath actually thought that Accutane plus a food poisoning event earlier years in my life are what made me the perfect candidate for SIBO later on in life. So it's wild when you really start to look at our lives and things that have happened over a course of years, how they can still be factors years later. So I was like, wow, okay, my body's doing what it needs to. It's, it's bloated and I'm feeling like my stomach, like at night, you're like, holy moly, what's going on? But it's doing what it needs to, to protect my body. It's doing the right things. And I really just started trusting. And with that trusting came like this real appreciation for the symptoms. And I know that might sound wild because symptoms, we're always trying to get rid of symptoms. I think that's why a lot of us take medication. It's why we do all sorts of things. Just get rid of the symptom. I just want to feel good, but that's not the cause. And I just also want to do a disclaimer. I'm not saying that no, you shouldn't take medications and you shouldn't take supplements. So please, if you're, that's your first thought, that's not it at all. Um, there are times that we need to take medication and things are acute. And so I just want to make that clear. But 
remember thinking, okay, so what am I doing? Like I also, and I had the bandwidth because I was appreciating my body for doing what it had to. And so I could calm my mind and stop panicking over like the putting on the weight and feeling puffy and not knowing what's going on. And I was like, okay, what is it? And I remembered I'd been taking this protein powder for a couple, probably a couple of months. And it's, it's really clean. Like I love whey protein. It's New Zealand grass fed. And I knew the whey. I had, a, I just had a good feeling that it, the whey protein wasn't the problem. However, there was stevia in it. And even though stevia is a natural sweetener, there have been some kind of influencer nutritionists recently bringing up studies and talking about stevia and how it can actually create an imbalance in the gut. And I was like, oh my goodness, could that be it? So I stopped that protein powder. I ordered just like a plain one, like unflavored, unnatural. If you're taking protein powders, I really recommend just taking one with nothing in it. Get as simple as you can. Um, and then you add your own flavor with berries or whatever it is that you want to add. But um, so I stopped taking it. And trust me, your my symptoms were not going to go away just because I stopped taking it. The first thing, it's like when I had mold, the first thing you need to do is stop doing that thing that is causing the stress on your body. So for me, when I had mold, I moved out of that home. I had to. I had to throw everything away. Like it was the worst experience, like clothes and pillows and just everything. It was brutal. But anyways, this time was a little easier, <laughs> but I knew that that wasn't enough to heal because the, the, the issue is there now. So I, I did that. And then I started just looking up some things and I remember a little bit of my protocol. And one thing that kept coming up over and over and over was garlic and how it's the allicin and garlic. And it's just so powerful when it comes to SIBO plus um, wormwood and berberine. So those three things came up over and over and over. And so the garlic thing was interesting because uh, when my mom had a dry cough like this winter, she wasn't really sick, but this cough was kind of like annoying her. So I, f I found this formula where it was like, you chop up a ton of garlic, like chop it up tons, tons, tons. And then you add it in a jar with some unpasteurized honey. It needs to be unpasteurized because that's what makes honey really, um, keeps like all the antibacterial like properties fresh, right? Otherwise you're killing all of that anyway. And then you just put it in that jar and you take a teaspoon of it a couple of times a day and don't chew it. If you're going to do it, if you're like, Oh, I want to try this. I don't know. Maybe you're not, but if you do just drink some water right after, like swallow it as if it's a capsule. So I started doing that actually three times a day. I started taking some berberine and I started on wormwood tea. And just a note, if you're going to try wormwood tea, it tastes disgusting, like really disgusting. I've learned to love it and you're not meant to take it for more than four weeks. So you have to be careful with these herbs. Like if you're taking something, try not to overdo things or just make sure that you've learned enough about it. But, um, so I started doing those things and then I trusted, I was like, okay, I'm going to trust that my body is doing what it needs to. I also started getting in natural light because recently I've been, I've been looking at, um, listening to people talking about natural light and how, you know, above nutrition, above everything, natural light is the most important. And 
I've been listening to people that are saying, yeah, especially that morning light and evening light and getting light without contact lenses on or sunglasses on, but getting that true light through your eyes. And it just makes sense. Like light is the life force of the earth. It makes sense that we need it. And the more I thought about it, here I am dealing with this gut health, with this issue, and I want to heal with heal from it. And yet I'm never in the light. Never. I'm indoors all the time. I work out indoors. I'm like, you're just, oh, you're in your car. You're in a house. Like you're just always inside, especially in the winter. And so I thought, wow, like the weather had gotten better. Thank goodness around this time. And I started walking a lot more just to get, but walking specifically to get the light. Like I've always been a big walker, but walking in the morning and making sure that I got natural light in whenever I could. So those are the things that I did. And I was like, the trust, trusting my body and not being angry when I was feeling bloated, but thinking, okay. And also I have an understanding that healing is never linear. It's just like getting results or getting to a goal. It will never be linear. It's never that way. It's always like, okay, three days, maybe one day good, two days bad, three days great, one day bad. And then eventually like the better days start to link and start to connect. And then you'll have one day where it's off and you think, oh no. (laughs) And we just naturally go, "Uh oh, then trust. And then it's like more good days. And so that's what happened for me. And I healed probably within a couple of weeks. So I was really, um, I'd say lucky. I like to use that word. Why not? But I don't think it was just luck. It was really a trust in my body. And um, I knew that I was getting better, not just from the bloating, but the scale started going down. And so that's another thing. We always think like weight on the scale is God, it's got to be body fat. It's got to be that I'm putting on fat. Well, no, like I was still eating at my like 10 to 15% calorie deficit because I did want to shed some some of like that winter weight. And so I knew I was doing the right things for that. And I'm tracking my macros and stuff. So the weight gain didn't make sense, which is like a really good tool. And that's why I'm actually learning to love the scale and not worry so much about the number, but use it as information. And so I thought, well, this has got to be something else. And like I said, because I was feeling so puffy, I felt like so much of it was inflammation. But when that scale finally started to shift down, and when I mean shift down, I mean shift by a pound or two pounds. Like I'm not talking big numbers, but I was like, okay, it's starting. It's actually now not going up and it's not stuck. I'm not stuck any longer because I hadn't seen that number for a while. And I was like, okay, I'm headed in the right direction. I know that now I am healing. So anyway, I wanted to share that with you because again, I think sometimes we get so fixated on the symptoms of, of what's going on with our bodies and we want to get rid of that symptom so bad, but it's blocking us from a few things. It's blocking us from reflecting on what what am I doing that is making healing difficult for my body? Like, why does my body need to create this? It's like acne. It's like pushing all the junk out. Like, that's actually a good thing, regardless of us not liking the way that it looks, but it's actually your body doing what it what it needs to. So yeah, thinking what, what are those habits that I'm doing? Like, am I up really late at night and I'm on my phone? I know that was a huge one for me for a long time. I finally cracked 
cracked that one and got that on track. But women and women need a lot more sleep than men. So if you think you're getting away with six hours every night, you're not. It catches up with you and it doesn't take long for it to catch up with you. Um, you know, are you staying really well hydrated? Are you getting protein in? Are you eating breakfast with a good amount of protein in it so that it sustains you for the day and gets your metabolism going? Are you getting that natural light? There's all these like really simple, simple things. And often if we sit for a moment, if we sit with ourselves, we know, we know what that one thing is. And of course it's always probably more than one, but there's always like that one bigger one. And it's interesting because we'll change all the other little things, <laughs> but the bigger one is the one that usually we're reluctant to change. Okay, so that is that. And then also the trusting your body that when you have figured it out, or as you're on your journey that you're just trusting and you're giving gratitude to your body for doing all the beautiful things that it needs to do for you. It's never wrong. It's always, always right. All right, my friend, that's all I've got for you this week. I hope you have a beautiful week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so love it if you left me a review on iTunes. It really, really helps to get the podcast out there. I also love it if you tag me on Instagram. That's super fun for me too. And it's just super helpful again to getting the podcast out there. All right. Have a beautiful one. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.